Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So today I want to talk about the belief that many of us have that we must always be productive. This is such a big one for me. Like this past weekend, right? I woke up and I immediately felt like, oh, I don't have to work today. I don't have to rush to get the kids out of the house. I have a few minutes of free time this morning and I need to take advantage of it. In my head, I had to get the kids breakfast. I had to clean up the kitchen from the night before. I had to check my work emails because clearly it's Saturday and (laughs) I don't know when to turn it off. I had to start putting away laundry because we have a huge pile of clean clothes in the basement. I had to make sure I got exercise because I have this weird thing about getting in 10,000 steps a day. And Oh, and I had to make blueberry muffins before the blueberries in our fridge went bad. When at the same time, all my six-year-old wanted me to do was sit on the couch and watch Ninjago with him. Over the last several years, productivity for me has become so much more than just crossing things off a list. It has given me a sense of control when everything around me feels out of control. It's given me meaning and identity when I've completely lost who I am. It's allowed me to avoid the difficult and very uncomfortable feelings that I have by always giving me something to do so I don't have to sit there and think about it. And it's given me little moments of relief or even like little highs when I've been able to check the boxes that things are done. It's like, okay, I don't even know what I like to do, but if I can just somehow keep myself busy, I feel like I have some purpose. Until I don't, right? As we all know, there's so much more beneath the surface and feeling the constant need to accomplish things should be a giant red flag that there's some things that still need to be healed. Just doing a very quick Google search on this topic led me to a lot of articles and blogs on this exact same thing. So I know I can't be alone, which is why I want to explore it more today. I want to get into where does this belief that we must always be productive come from? Is it actually serving a purpose? And what can we do about it? Okay, So where does it come from? None of us are born with an innate pressure to do things, right? Like babies don't come into this world with a sense of urgency or feeling like they have to wake up at a certain time. My kids, even at the ages of four and six, don't feel this urge to always be getting stuff done. They have no concept of time, which is exemplified by the fact that it takes us forever to get out the door in the mornings. This is something that we learn in our houses, by what we observe from our family, and culture. And we live in a culture right now where productivity is ingrained in us and overwhelm is the norm. I like to believe that it wasn't always this way, but with the advancement of technology, we can now get so much done in so much less time 
So efficiency has become almost like a game, which we get addicted to. And as a result, so many of us out there don't know how to actually relax, myself included. The pressure to be productive, I think, is based out of fear. And I think it's fueled by stress. Like I mentioned before, if we're checking things off our to-do list, then we don't have to think about the things that we might not want to do. And when we're constantly getting things done, we tend to form an identity around that. People think we're just that kind of person. We're the go-getter, right? Which is a good thing in our minds. What we're able to do here is curate an identity where other people can see the best in us. But what's happening is it's costing us our authenticity, right? Like sometimes it's scary for other people to know the real us. So we choose not to go there. And you don't have to look further than social media to exemplify this, right? The other thing about social media is there's also, it also shows this silent pressure to be productive. The fact that we can know so much about everyone, whether they're in our lives or not, means that we can't help but compare ourselves, especially when we see everyone's successes, because obviously no one's out there posting their failures or the things that they don't get done, right? Sometimes seeing someone else's accomplishments can be motivating, but sometimes it can be dangerous. And we need to be able to identify the difference, which isn't easy because it's very nuanced, right? Like if I see somebody make a post about how they're making homemade ravioli and I've always wanted to make homemade ravioli, cool. I can take that as motivation that I can do that too when I feel ready to do it. But if I see someone making homemade ravioli because they only feed their kids unprocessed food, and I then feel like a bad mom because I feed my kids frozen ravioli, then it becomes unhealthy. We need to be careful not to confuse pressure to be productive with motivation. Regardless of any of this, the constant pressure to achieve more and do more is physically and mentally exhausting because it implies that what we are doing is never enough. And on top of that, as a culture, we're really, really hard on ourselves. When we're not constantly checking boxes or crossing things off lists, we think of ourselves as lazy. Side note, I despise the word lazy. It's super triggering for me because when I was little, my grandmother used to say it when I was, you know, kind of just lounging around, right? As a result, when I grew up, I was so afraid of being thought of as lazy, that I went the complete opposite route and never stopped doing to the point where I now struggle to relax, like I mentioned before. I think she was just trying to instill a strong work ethic in me because that's that generation, but it also made me literally afraid to just sit and do nothing. That, right, like combined with the messages that I get from society that I need to constantly hustle in order to achieve have created a very unhealthy dose of anxiety for me. So is this belief that we constantly need to be productive actually serving a purpose for us? Well, it does if we don't want to feel our feelings. It does if we don't want to connect with ourselves because we're scared of who that person really is. But we all know by now that that's not really effective. 
When we live every day with a sense of urgency and we're always thinking about our next task, we keep ourselves from focusing on the present moment, which is sometimes awesome. It's sometimes weird. It's sometimes beautiful. And sometimes it's uncomfortable. And that is all part of the human experience. So I don't think the need to be productive is serving a healthy purpose for us because it can lead to overwhelm, guilt, chronic stress, and even burnout, which we all know is not good. So what can we do about it? Before I jump into some of the steps that I think we can take, I just want to clarify something. Activity is not productivity. Saying it again for those in the back, right? Activity is not productivity. Constant activity is not good for us. If we're doing things that aren't a priority for us, or we're just doing it to get that adrenaline boost that I mentioned before when we cross it off our list, it's going to give us a false sense of accomplishment. In this case, it can actually make us feel more overworked, more overwhelmed, and less able to accomplish things. So I just want you to keep that in mind. All right, so what can we do to overcome this pressure to always be productive? First of all, we need to understand what is pushing our need to be productive. Sometimes we give too much power to the need to achieve, and we define our self-worth by our ability to succeed or fail. I do this all the time, right? And if our self-esteem is then predicated on achieving, we're probably going to feel really frustrated and even ashamed whenever we're not being productive, right? That makes sense, right? This all goes back to our perfectionist tendencies, at least for me. So we need to ask ourselves, why? What are we trying to prove and to who? This is really important because so many of us Never take the time to do this. We need to discover what's really behind the pressure that we put on ourselves. Okay? So that's the first step. Secondly, sprinkle in some mindfulness. When we're always thinking about our next task, our minds never stay in the present, right? Mindfulness can help us bring more calm, more peace into our lives and focus on what's right in front of us like the quality time on the couch watching Ninjago with my six-year-old. Mindfulness also helps us to relieve emotional reactivity and rumination, which is why I think so many of us struggle to fall asleep at night. And sometimes mindfulness means being aware of even the things that make us uncomfortable. I mentioned before that the pressure to be productive is oftentimes fear-based. So many of us feel the need to be productive to avoid our real feelings. When we repress them by constantly staying busy, we're not exactly making the bad feelings go away. We're pushing them off for another time. We're avoiding reality, which can be fine for a little bit, but it ends up being this endless cycle because we're not addressing the issue at hand. We're just trying to make the uncomfortable feelings go away in the moment. So this is what I mean when I think it's important to embrace our fears, we'll actually feel better if we recognize that we're feeling scared or intimidated, frustrated or insecure, whatever it is. Once we're aware of what we're feeling, we can do something about it. And mindfulness helps us move out of that state of of overwhelm and just 
fight or flight, right, to be able to better identify what it is that we're feeling. And the most important thing I think that we can do around this is understand that it's all about balance. A certain level of productivity is necessary and important because it does give us a sense of purpose and achievement, which I think is crucial to our overall well-being. But it's important to find balance between productivity, healthy productivity, and unhealthy productivity. It's okay to not be productive every minute of the day or even every day. I honestly can't even believe that I'm saying this right now because this is so not like me, right? But free time is incredibly important to recharge our body and our minds. It seems so counterintuitive, right? But allocating free time to do things that we like or just relax can actually make us feel better and make us more resilient when it's time to be productive, right? I'm talking to you, all of you out there who check emails on the weekend, by the way. You are not alone. I do this too. It's so important to find this balance or equilibrium of free time and productivity. When I lost it on my kids this past weekend in a fit of mom rage, I realized after feeling very ashamed, by the way, that it was because I had unmet needs. I hadn't had a break from momming or work in several days other than to sleep. And even though it was the weekend, I hadn't actually done anything that filled my cup. So I decided to make a list of things that do make me feel fulfilled and do fill my cup in an effort to try to find ways to incorporate this into my day more so that I don't lose it on my kids as often as I do. Some would say, and Megan of the past would say, that this list of things isn't exactly productive activities, right? Like watching a funny TV show that's not bubble guppies or Paw Patrol or whatever. Um, Doing something nice for someone, not because I have to, but because I want to. Or um, baking oatmeal raisin cookies, but do that for me. And instead of cooking a home cooked meal for my kids, I'm just heating up nuggets for dinner, right? For them. Things like that. And the thing is, when I do the things that matter to me, I don't feel as guilty for not doing the things that I've always deemed to be a super productive, right? Like work or going for a long run or whatever it is. And maybe that's because some basic needs of my own have actually been met. So now I don't need to be so hard on myself. I can just let it go for a little bit. And I encourage you guys all to give this a try too, because you don't know what's on the other side of that internal pressure to be productive until we actually give it a shot. Try letting it go for a little bit. Maybe there's a better relationship with yourself there, right? And that, I think, is more important than crossing things off your list. Okay, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. I know this episode was a little bit longer today. But if you liked this episode, feel free to share it with a friend. And um, it would be amazing if you guys could write me a review on Apple Podcasts because that's how I can reach more people. 
And also feel free to check out my Facebook community, The Mindful Money Mamas, where I'll be posting additional information on the podcast and just trying to build a community of like-minded women all in this together. Thanks so much, you guys. I'll talk to you next time.